This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome back to the Cherry Pickin' Podcast featuring Andre Cherry Pickin' Cherry, Philadelphia's favorite college football mind. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. You are now tuned in to the Cherry Pickin' Podcast with your host, Andre Cherry. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for downloading another episode of the Cherry Pickin' Podcast. I couldn't be more grateful and gracious about the fact that you downloaded my show. I'm your host, Andre Cherry, if you don't know me yet, and hopefully you will soon. Hopefully you'll go to cherrypickingsports.com and you'll find all my other podcast content that exists out there in the world. This episode is season three. I think we're on episode 92 now. And so I've labeled this episode or titled this one April Fool's Day because I'm releasing this podcast on April Fool's Day. And hopefully you guys still have that April Fool's spirit within you this year. I know this year has kind of felt like a, a long April Fool's prank or it's felt like punked. Um, but, you know, we definitely are not getting punked. This is, is real life. This is the real reality now. This coronavirus pandemic is spreading and we're trying to do our best to stop the spread. Of course, you know, we've all been locked down, so to speak. Some mandates have actually gone into effect by state governments or even city mandates, such as in Philadelphia. About a week or so ago, uh, Mayor Jim Kenney uh, issued a lockdown of Philly. And so I've been inside for going on two weeks now, um, going on three weeks now, I guess. So, you know, we're all kind of getting used to this new reality. And so I really appreciate you downloading my show and I hope you enjoy this content because I'm trying to churn it out as frequently as possible. I'm trying to just put good content out there for you to enjoy because I know the new reality of how things look like, you know, we don't have sports, so we don't have MLB, which had its opening day, or it was supposed to have its opening day uh, last week. Now, by the time I'm recording this, it's on the 29th of, of March, but it'll be released um, April April 1st. But opening day was this past week, or supposed to happen. March Madness would be in the would be heading towards the Final Four round now, and so we don't have basketball, we don't have NBA action, we don't have MLB, we don't have NHL. So a lot of sports have suspended action, and I, I don't know if we'll get to a point where they'll resume play, such as in the NBA or NHL, depending on how, how long this goes. The president recently said that the stay-at-home mandate will be in effect until April 30th, or maybe not necessarily stay-at-home, but social distancing will be in effect till April 30th, and so I'm optimistic that by April 30th, we'll be able to resume our lives, but there's a good possibility that this could go on longer. You know, I don't really know. I don't think anyone truly knows yet. And so we're all just kind of bracing for uh, the word at some point where we can resume normal action. So with that said, like I said, I'm trying to do my part to put out content for you to enjoy. And I appreciate the downloads because my numbers have gone up and this is technically the off season. And so I've seen record number of downloads and listens to my content. And I'm really appreciative of that. And I, I really am grateful for you to be downloading my show. And 
like I said, I hope you enjoy the content and I'm just trying to do my part to put out content for you to, for you to enjoy while we're all stuck at home, while you're all, you know, watching your kids or you might listen to my podcast while you're working out in the garage or cleaning around the house. I appreciate you downloading this show and I appreciate the support because I'm trying to just help us get through this as best I can. And so with that said, like I said, this one will be called the April Fool's edition, April Fool's Day. And I'm thinking back in my history of my life, 33 years on this earth, I can't necessarily recall a good April Fool's Day prank that was played on me. Maybe that's because I'm I'm forgetting in the moment, but I just, I can't think back and I cannot recall any sort of April Fool's prank that was done to me that really stuck out in my mind as a good prank. And I'm curious, do you guys give pranks or have you been pranked really hard in the past on April Fool's Day? I know it's a day that we generally don't like to put out important news or um, we don't like to put out any sort of business on April on April 1st. If it falls on a day within the week, usually if there's any moves made within sports, they'll wait for the day before or they'll wait till the day after to put out any sort of news alerts about, say, if there's any trades or any sort of acquisitions made in the sports world. And so I think usually most people try to adhere to that in their own lives. You know, they're not going to put out anything that's breaking news on April 1st. And so knowing this, I've had the great idea of putting out a baby announcement on April 1st, about two years ago, before my daughter was born. My partner and I really kept the news of our impending daughter's birth kind of quiet. You know, my family knew, but outside of that, I didn't share any sort of news with anyone else in my friends group or on Facebook. I didn't really tell anybody that we were expecting a baby because one, uh, having a child, especially your first one, you're making sure that everything goes right. Like, you are extra cautious, you're extra nervous, and we just we wanted to make sure everything went well with the birth. So we really kept the news private and we kept it, you know, within our our family circle. You know, we knew that Zola was going to come into this world and she was due to come in June. Like June 5th, I think was her her original due date. She ended up coming a month early, but regardless of that, you know, I had the bright idea, why don't we put out a baby announcement on April 1st, on April Fool's Day, and we'll put it out there in the world, and so people will either think, oh, Cherry's having a baby, or Cherry got me. Like, that's a good April Fool's joke, because nobody puts out any sort of news on April 1st. So I thought it was a perfect date to do it, I thought it was a cool idea, and so we did it. And so, you know, some of the reaction we got online was positive and people were excited and we got likes and people loved it. And the way we did it is uh, we did it like superhero theme. So I, it was like a, the front of a comic book cover and it just said like the little web slinger will be arriving in June or something to that effect. And my hand and Sarah's hand uh, we we came together to do some sort of like heart shape, just hand figure over the Spider-Man emblem. So you know how Spider-Man has the spider on the front of his chest. Sarah and and, and my hand, we came together to make a heart around the Spider-Man. And so we put it out there. It was kind of cute. It was funny. And so we put it out on April 1st and some people loved it. A lot of people were questioning if it was even valid, if it was true, you know. 
You don't put out news on April 1st. So the, it was mixed reaction and people didn't really know how to interpret it. They thought I was playing around. A month later, Zola was born and they realized that I wasn't playing around. So I wouldn't really necessarily call that a prank per se, but it was something that I did on April, for, April 1st that I'll always remember. And so that's the only thing that I can remember doing that was a prank. But I'm really curious to see if folks this year will be in the pranking spirit. I hope they are. I hope people still have a sense of humor through all of this. I hope I don't get pranked too hard, but I'm open to it. I'm open to a good prank and anything to take our minds off of the current state of the world. Anything that is done, you know, with good intent and that is funny is certainly welcomed. I think people love a good prank. People love a good chuckle, but you got to be careful these days. I don't know how that prank will be received this year, but it is April Fool's Day nonetheless. And I hope you guys have a, a fun April Fool's Day. I hope you have a good day in general because we're gonna need we're gonna need some good days to get through this. And thirty days we can do this. Thirty more days we could get through this. And hope you guys are staying sane. And it's crazy now living in this new reality where we don't have sports. So I feel like we don't have a lot of content or it's perceived that there's not a lot of content out there, which isn't true. I think if you're a content creator, you'll find ways to come up with exciting content to talk through and to speak about and to have an audience listen to your thoughts on. But it's really interesting seeing a lot of sports talk radio not really have much to talk about during this time period. Right now, I'm watching ESPN in my office. It's 846 Eastern Time, and I'm watching WrestleMania 32 on ESPN. On the main ESPN channel, I'm watching WrestleMania. They did this last week as well. There was like WrestleMania 30 they they played at primetime on, on Sunday. And so it's crazy seeing the state of sports right now. There are no sports to really speak to. There's no sports to watch. And so stations are scrambling to put together content. A lot of the local sports anchors in Philly aren't even doing sports. They're do they're either doing it from their homes or their apartments or they aren't even covering sports at all. The little sports that we do have, NFL acquisitions and NFL movement, you know, that's really the only thing that there's content on right now. I applaud I applaud the AEW, I applaud WWE because even though we are supposed to be social distancing and they technically can't have crowds of people watching their product, they're still churning out content. They're still putting on wrestling matches. WrestleMania is going to be two days this upcoming week, weekend on Saturday and Sunday. And so they're still going to put on content. They're still going to have wrestlers performing. And so we'll have stuff to enjoy, but it just will look, it looks a lot different now. You know, there's no audience participation anymore for like the last couple of weeks. They've been doing wrestling matches just with an empty, empty studio. AEW, I haven't, I haven't caught much of that product, but I think they've had the wrestlers in the crowd. I want to say, but WWE, they still, they're still finding ways to churn out content, and you have to applaud the organizations. You have to applaud these entities that are still finding content amid this coronavirus pandemic world that we live in now. And so it is very interesting listening to sports talk radio and hearing the the host not really have anything to speak about or they're talking about random stuff 
like I think the thing that I've seen the most on Twitter are all these uh, pools and all these different brackets. Who's the best? Uh, who's the best college football player of all time? Who's what's the best college football program of all time? And just various brackets because we love brackets. We love to have an opinion on things. We love to pit stuff against one another, such as I think I saw like the best restaurants or the best fast food restaurants out there in a bracket style elimination type thing. So it's like, there's really not much just to talk about, but they're finding ways to have fun in this new world of, of no sports. And so I think on one hand, you have to applaud, you have to applaud sports talk radio. You have to applaud, you know, these entities that are used to covering sports on the reg. Like they're trying to come up with things creatively to to talk to and to speak about. I've um, I've been listening to some sports talk stock radio where the hosts have been broadcasting from their homes, so the product sounds different. It's not studio crisp, but this is the new world that we live in now. And I I feel as if podcasters have a tremendous opportunity here to try to put out content because it's a level playing field now. Everyone is kind of scrambling to put together content. Everyone is essentially a podcaster. You know, like I said, I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio during the week, and it sounds like a podcast. And so as we're all trying to come up with content, I think you really have a great opportunity if you're a content creator to try to speak to things that you've always wanted to talk about. You know, topics that that you find interesting. This is the best time to bring those to the forefront because – Apparently, a lot of people don't have content to really speak to or they don't have content that they can create right now. And so I think podcasters have a great opportunity to put their content out there and to just have their voices heard. I'm not saying that after this, a podcast such as mine will, air quotes, blow up. But I'm I'm really appreciative for the following that I have. And if that were to happen where I can get more followers and attract more listeners to my show, that's that's all the better. But I'm not saying that that's the likely outcome. I think once we go back and we get out of this coronavirus, you know, ESPN and, and Sports Talk Radio, they'll go back to what they were doing before because we'll have sports again. Right now, it's just a funky period because no one really has anything to talk about. And so really, it's anybody's game. I mean, any, you literally could talk about anything and put it out there and there will be an audience for it. And I think it's, it's interesting because you can really tell who the content creators are at some of these bigger establishments, such as at like ESPN, so to speak. There are folks there that have ideas that are still putting out good content, but then the folks that are reliant on just regular sports to kind of get them through you can tell who those folks are. You can tell what that product sounds like. And the fact that we don't have sports, you're seeing a lot of that kind of go away right now. And so it's just, it's interesting times really. And so, like I said, I'm just trying to put out enjoyable content for you to listen to and hopefully you enjoy it. And if I can build an audience from this even bigger than before, you know, I'm I'm excited for that opportunity. So one thing I did see on Twitter that I thought was fairly interesting was that there was a bracket for the all-time greatest show. Like, what's the all-time greatest show? And they they did a bracket, sixty-four teams, 
and they, you know, dwindle it down to number one. And so, as I said before, brackets are the big thing right now. And I don't know if it's because we're in March uh, or now we're in April by the time you listen to this, but we would have had March Madness. We love brackets for college basketball. I love putting a bracket together. And so I think naturally so that same format of putting things against one another is applicable to what people are doing to these days. So what's the all-time greatest movie? What's the all-time greatest show? You know, what's the favorite fast food restaurant? What's the favorite candy? Candy bars are like, there's a whole list of possibilities that exists for you to put into a bracket style elimination competition. And so I think that's interesting. I think a lot of people are doing it because again, we don't really have much to talk about, but instead of a bracket style, I'm not even really interested in what the best show is or what, you know, what you think the best show is. Uh, Certainly I would love to hear it, but I'm not interested in seeing it in a bracket. I really am curious to know what reality. So what TV show reality would you want to live in? And so I'm not saying what's the the best show. This is not, I'm not asking that, but I'm asking because we are now headed in a new reality. We are living in a new reality. I want to know if you could choose any TV show for your life, if you could live in that world, which reality would you want to live in? So for example, I would love right now, more than anything, I would love to be in full house. Like I want to live in that reality where it was, DJ, uh, Danny, Joey, uh, Uncle Jesse, Michelle. Like, I want to live in that reality. I want to live in that house. Even Gibbler, Kimmy Gibbler. She could, she's cool. Like, she's cool in my book right now. I want to live in that world. Because I think more than anything, we need Danny Tanner. We need a guy like Danny Tanner to make you feel good and to help you get through this. And... Something about Full House, something about it that was really, really special for me was just they were all they were all kind of packed in that house. There was what, like eight people in there, but they all loved all loved each other. It was a a fun time. Uncle Jesse, you know, he's a cool dude, uh, the cool uncle. Then you also had Joey, who was a comedian. You had Danny, who was the voice of reason and would, you know, keep you on the right path. So I feel as if if I was a, a if I was a, a Tanner, that I wouldn't be bored. Between those those three dudes, I have it covered. If I want to go have fun with Uncle Joey, and he can do puppets and whatever, like I'm cool. I, I'm I'm cool with that. I could go down in his basement and we could hang out. But if I wanted to hang out with Uncle Jesse and the Rippers or, or hear him. Talk about rock stories of him being a rocker on the road. Like I could do that for a little bit. I could chill with Danny. I could chill with my sisters who are pretty cool. Like I feel as if there's a lot that you could do in a full house reality and you wouldn't be bored. You'd have a lot of love and that's the comfort that I need right now. On the same token, I think Martin, Martin's show that was based in Detroit, Michigan. I think that'd be cool to live in that reality. Because Martin, still to this day, I'm dying laughing from Martin. Just his comedic timing, the way he he could control his body and he would do different characters. Like I, I would have fun living in that world. Because just like Full House, there's a lot of love in Martin. There's a lot of love in his apartment complex where he lived. I mean, outside of of Gina and Martin, 
you know, there was Hustle Man, there's Brother Man, uh, you know, even uh, Pam was cool. Tommy would be fun. Cole Brown would be a cool dude to chill with. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be bored living in Martin's world in Detroit, Michigan. I, I feel like that would be a lot of fun. So I don't know. So we had Full House. We had Martin. I could live in the world of Family Matters in Chicago, Illinois. I could live with I could live with Carl Winslow and his family. Like I, I feel like that would be fun. Yet there's another big family there. You also had Steve Urkel, who became a main character after after the early seasons of Family Matters. I know he became a main fixture of that show. He was only supposed to be there for an appearance, but then his, his character just blew up. And so Family Matters probably looks a lot different than what it was intended to look like. I think it was supposed to be a Cosby, Cosby-like show based in Chicago around Carl Winslow. He's a police officer and his family. But Stephen Urkel kind of morphed it into something different. And so I think I still would have fun in that reality. I could be a Winslow. I could be one of Carl's kids. And I think Steve, while he would get on my nerves, Steve would never make it a dull moment because he was always doing something. Either he was turning himself into Stefan or he was coming up with some sort of invention or something kooky. He he always has some sort of hijinks. I could live with that world. I could I could vibe with Steve because maybe he could do something for me. Maybe I could turn into uh, Dr. Dre the rapper or maybe I can turn into a really good NFL football player. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying it would be fun. So we have full house, Martin family matters. Are there any shows that you would like to live in? Like any shows that you would like to have that reality be your reality? I just mentioned three off the top of my head. Boy meets world is another reality that I would live in. I think Corey Matthews, the whole Matthews family was cool. I think it was a little odd that the Matthews lived next door to Professor Feeney or Principal Feeney at the time of the high school years. I think he eventually went on to become a professor in the college years, but I feel like that's another good family based in Philly. I don't know if you know that or if you knew that, that they were originally in Philadelphia. So that's like one of my favorite Philadelphia shows is Boy Meets World. And that was a show that I watched from a young kid all the way up to I want to say junior high I'm trying to think when it ended its run but it was on for a, it was on for a little while but Boy Meets World was always a world that I wanted to live in I always wanted to be Corey Matthews I thought he had cool adventures I thought that it was cool that him and Topanga built a, a love together you know that'd be cool to live in that reality to live in that life I'm trying to think what else so I just said Full House Martin Family Matters, Boy Meets World. I could live I could live in Home Improvement. Home Improvement's reality. Like that'd be fun. Your dad's a tool man tailor. Tim the tool man tailor, and he's always building stuff. He was building that hot rod in his garage for like two seasons. Like I think that'd be fun. What shows what shows would you live in? If you had the choice to live in that reality right now, what what reality would you live in? And again, I said, this isn't the top, this isn't meant to be the top TV show of all time because there are shows that I would love, that I love watching that I wouldn't want to live in. So like The Sopranos, 
oh no, no, definitely not. I'm not living in that world where it's, it's dangerous. I don't want to be any sort of gangster. I don't want to be breaking the laws. I don't want to have my life threatened every single day that I go outside the house. I love the show, but I wouldn't want to live in that reality. I wouldn't want to live in Breaking Bad's reality either. I love watching I love watching Better Call Saul. I love Breaking Bad. But whenever I watch it, I never get a good feeling. It's always a nervousness in the pit of my stomach. And so it's I enjoy the drama. But again, I'm not trying to live in that world. I'm not trying to live in New Mexico. I'm not trying to be chasing Walter White. I'm not trying to be Jesse Pinkman. Like I'm not trying to do any of that. But I love the show. The Wire is another show that I enjoyed watching. But I wouldn't want to live in that reality. I definitely would not want to live in Baltimore in that reality. I know it's a fictional show. It's based off real events, so to speak. But that's not a world that I want to live in. The best episode of The Wire, in my opinion, is All Due Respect. And that's from season three, episode two. You've got to watch it. That's that's one of the best episodes that I've ever seen of that show. And my favorite part of that, that show is when uh, these police officers, Herc and Carver and Dozerman, they go to the movie theater and they inadvertently come face to face with some guys from the streets that they are frequently patrolling and watching. And usually are, these guys are getting into trouble themselves. And so one of those characters is Bodie. And I think he had a couple of his buddies with him. And so they inadvertently meet up after their movies had ended. And so the police officers were in one movie theater and Bodie and his buddy. And I think their girlfriends were in another movie. And so they inadvertently come out at the same time. And Bodie's like, he looks at the police officers and he's like, y'all go to the movies. Y'all go to the movies. And you have to watch the episode. You have to get a better understanding of the dynamics of that show in in the sense that these police officers are always on the job. They're always working. The same could be said for characters like Bodie. You know, they have a separate, they have separate lives, but the fact that they both meet up at the movie theater, it's like, damn, y'all have a day off. Like y'all enjoy going to the movies. We just thought y'all were always on the block, busting our balls and giving us a hard time. But I took it as, you know, Bodie sees these guys as they're, they're going to the movies just like they are. And so it's crazy that they can meet up, their lives meet up and intersect at the movie theater. And I just, that always kills me, that line. And it was, it was actually a fun episode just for other events um, in that season as well. Um, Cheese is a cool character. And he had some drama going on in his storyline that I thought was pretty funny. And it intersects with McNutty, McNulty. But... um you got to watch that. That's probably my favorite episode, season two or season three, episode two. Um, but again, I don't want to live in that reality. I enjoy those movies or those shows, but I, you know, I'm not trying to live in The Wire. I'm not trying to live in The Sopranos, but give me Full House, give me Family Matters, and I'm cool. I can do that. I'm trying to think what other shows I'd want to live in. Um... Uh... That's so Raven would be fun. I was at a crush on Raven Simone when I was a little kid, and like that, the first run of That's So Raven, that'd be a fun world to live in. 
Raven Baxter, and she has psychic powers. If you if you don't know this show, it'd be cool to either be in that as a character who has psychic powers, or just be in her circle. I'd be I could be Eddie and Raven, and then Chelsea. I think was the other friend's name. I could live in that world. That'd be cool for me. Um, designing women, even like I'm talking like in the 80s or 90s, maybe designing women. You remember that show? My mom used to love that show. I could live in that world. Like those are realities that, you know, they make me feel good when I watch the shows, especially Full House. Something about it, it just, it just hits you right in your soul. It's just, they don't make TV shows like that anymore. The feel good shows. That was a really special era of TV in the 90s. And every show left you feeling good. Family Matters left you feeling good. Full House left you feeling good. Step by Step left, left you feeling good and warm and fuzzy. I mean, there, it was just a, a special era. And so maybe, who knows, maybe once we get out of this pandemic and life goes back to normal, we can go back to that type of content, that type of feel-good television. But, you know, I, I don't know. That's just me talking out loud. But it it has stuck with me and i'm 33 now like i'm telling you these are the shows that i would i would prefer to live in those realities and so i'm really curious to see and to hear what your realities would look like if you could choose any shows what would your shows be that you'd want to live in if you had the choice to inherit that reality over this one or over this new future that is coming down the pike here i really am curious what uh, what you guys would choose for yourselves Anyways, I want to thank y'all for downloading this episode. This was uh, an interesting topic today. Hopefully it resonated with, with y'all. But I, again, I just want to say thank you for the downloads. Uh, my numbers have gone up since the middle of this coronavirus outbreak started. And so anything that I can do to put out content for you to listen to and for you to enjoy, I will do that. If you want to interact with me, you can find me on Twitter at Cherry underscore Pickin. You can even uh, drop me an email at cherrypickinsports at gmail.com. You can find my content at cherrypickinsports.com. So there are ways to find me. There's ways to engage with me. And like I said, I hope you enjoy this show. I hope you're staying safe. Hope you're taking the advice of medical professionals and staying indoors, social distancing, and washing your hands don't touch your face don't touch other people's faces just just try to chill out enjoy family time and enjoy time with your friends um, if you can i've seen a lot of people doing zoom meetings between their friends which is cool you know it's a good way to stay sane and to see your friends and hopefully we won't have to do it for too much longer but you know, we'll have to at least do it for the next 30 days. So I, that I know for sure. But yeah, thank you all for the support. Stay safe. And I cannot wait to talk to you again in the very new, near future. So with that, I'm going to sign out and sign off. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Take care. Y'all go to the movies. <laughs> thank you again for tuning into my cherry picking podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe to my show and drop me a rating on Apple Podcasts. All of my digital content can be found at the website cherrypickinsports.com. And if you are looking to interact with me via social media, my Twitter handle is at cherry underscore pickin. That's P-I-C-K-I-N. 
on my Twitter, you'll also find a link to my blog where I post my weekly college football predictions and analysis. I can also be reached via email at cherrypickinsports at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding what you like about this podcast or about what content you'd like to hear more of on future episodes. I sincerely thank you for your support, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.